Hello, everybody. You're listening to the MS Mobile Show. This is the podcast that helps you get the most out of the Microsoft services you use on all your mobile devices. On this episode, we're going to talk about Windows Phone being dead, which we said we were going to talk about last episode and we didn't. We're going to talk about one specific reason why a member of our chat, uh, our Slack channel, feels that Microsoft is ahead of the game instead of behind in a few different areas. We talk about our personal app music and podcast picks, and we are absolutely thrilled to have an awesome guest on today. My name is Vernon E.L. Smith. I'm joined by my my co-host, David V. Kimball. David, how are you, sir? I am doing great, Vernon. I just went to the Tacoma Museum of Glass with my coworkers today, and that was fun. I don't know if you've ever been to that, because you said you've been by Washington before. Yeah, I used to live in Washington, but... um, no, I was never cool enough to go to that. That sounds really, really, really awesome. I was probably way too small, too. I mean, like, you know, young. We are also joined by our guest, Daryl Pritchard. He's an awesome friend of the show. He ha- He's a Microsoft employee. His words are not the words of Microsoft today, but he has uh, awesome interaction with us. He's helped us so many times with different things, contributed to the show. Daryl, welcome to the MS Mobile Show today. Thank you for having me. Now, I know Vernon just said the words, but maybe you should go ahead and say your disclaimer again just to kind of put it in stone. What do you say? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not a Ben Rudolph or a gay ball. Um, my opinions are my own because Microsoft doesn't really care about me. <laughs> I have, or, excuse I, me, I care about my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, I, I have no doubt that the people that you help who, who are being helped by Microsoft, you, I have no doubt that they love you and that you have, they, they are so grateful for what you do for Microsoft for those customers. I have no question about that. Well, I've, I've been here, I'm about to hit my 24 year mark and I think nice. it's because I did not make eye contact with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so kids, words of wisdom, no eye contact. <laughs> and when you walk down the aisle, always be holding a notepad and look really busy. <laughs> you know, that actually applies to many, many fields of <laughs> many industries, not just uh, a so- an enormous software company. <laughs> Isn't yeah. the modern equivalent to that just looking at your phone, pretending you're texting someone? Uh, to some extent, I actually had the, the conversation with um, someone today that at work, I make a point not to do work stuff on my phone or anything on my phone because it looks like I'm just playing on my phone. Hmm. I do it at family reunions, just so no one talks to me. <laughs> Is that also how you're at Microsoft for so long? <laughs> Pretty much. I've, ag- I've actually, alien- true story, I've alienated some close family members because I've pissed them off on social media. <laughs> uh, at um, least you're aware that you did. Well, Interesting. Yeah. Interestingly enough, and I won't say if this is a relationship, uh, a, a direct or indirect relation to myself or my wife, but we recently were uh, officially shunned on Facebook, um, and not not blocked or unfriended, but just flat out shunned. And so that's kind of interesting. That's a wonderful dynamic that Facebook and relatives have, and um, I really shouldn't say any more. <laughs> So no passive aggressiveness uh, here. It's full on. Review. It was not passive. Oh, it was not bring passive. it on. <laughs> no. I think that's the way Daryl likes to fight things out. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So Daryl, awesome to have you on. Absolutely, Thank I'm you. thrilled. You got your audio sounds great. We're uh, we've got them all set up with some uh, with Audacity, obviously. So uh, it's recorded, and hopefully, uh, we I'm able to put this show together. Uh, or Kevin usually does it. And Kevin does a better job than I do. Anyway, um, man, that was a, a out of the ordinary intro for us. Not in the not in the manner that it didn't go well, but. Um, David, how was your week? I did. We never even get to chat. Anything new going on with you? Well, my dog uh, chewed my satchel, and he ripped apart my USB Type C cord, so I have to buy a new one. And he almost destroyed my Microsoft pen. So that's Whoa. what's new with me. Mm. So I asked on Twitter. I asked for advice on how to stay calm and not take my my anger out in unhealthy ways. And I got what was it? Meditation. I got. Um, I got listening to loud music. I got pray Punch out loud. See, I've I've, first, see, I've heard I've heard that theory where you take it out on something like a pillow, like you scream in a pillow, or you like you punch up like something like that. But I've also heard more recently that that's actually bad because you're practicing exercising hostile things, even if it's not towards someone. It's still like conditioning you f- to to act in that way. So I don't know what to do when I'm angry. I'll just take it all out on you, Vernon, on the next episode. How about that? That's fine. That's fine. You can't reach me through this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Darryl, How was your uh, week? Uh, well, my, uh, my week was crazy. Catching up from the safety conference and then, um, like I said, today, uh, send the pre-show. Today I spent an extra four or five hours on uh, – work stuff and it's my day off you know and that's that's the way it is and that's fine but it um that's how it's been been okay daryl how about you you're going on vacation or something aren't you yeah i'm i'm taking tomorrow off or friday uh and then monday's u.s you know president's day holidays so yeah i'm gonna have a four-day weekend awesome but, but this week kind of sucked my whole family's down with allergies. Oh man! And then my one of my dogs ended up rolling around in a pile of poop in the backyard, <laughs> and apparently decided to sleep with us last night. Oh, no. So yeah, I've ah, got some major crap. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I've got some work to do tomorrow. Oh man! That's oh man! I am sorry about that. What a is that? Does that happen often, or does that come out of nowhere? It, Pretty much out of nowhere. When you see a bunch of poop on the side of your Shelties, uh, you know, side, you're going, okay, this is not right. <laughs> Somebody like, missed. Am I dreaming? <laughs> Somebody yeah. missed. So my wife said, hey, someone needs to go outside and clean up the backyard. I went, cool. And while you're doing that, I'm going to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get started. Uh, again, we did not have a poll from last week, and again, we did not have a poll ready for this week. But we have some awesome people in the chat room. Daryl, much wiser man than either David or I. So, Daryl, hopefully, but uh, you may have some wisdom at the end of the show. What poll we would like to go with, if you want to, or we may stretch our brains to come up with something as well. Um. David, tell us a little bit about Slack uh, for the MS Mobile Show again. Sure, yeah. So Rico in the chat was asking, and the link that I gave him for Slack was mspubbleshow.com slash Slack, and hopefully we'll see him real soon. So if you are a Rico fan, like the people on this show, and you want to hear, and he actually works at a, at a Microsoft store, so 
um, things he's allowed to share and things he's not. So hopefully he'll join us in the in the conversation there. But we talk, we just opened up a gaming channel, so we talk about gaming stuff. It's just like mobile gaming or PC gaming or whatever you want. So that's sort of an offshoot channel. But we mainly talk about Microsoft stuff and kind of what we talk about on the show, but you know, it's more of our listeners and like what they think, which is cool. So if you're interested, totally uh, send us your, your email and we'll invite you. And Daryl's part of it too. So you can talk to him and say, uh, and get mad at him for saying the wrong thing or congratulate him for saying the right thing. That's up to you. I just realized my son had my podcasting mic, and that's why my gain is up crazy. And if I did not have an extra monitor with Audacity running in the foreground, I would not have noticed that. My gain is down a little bit. May sound well, whatever. All Super, hail multiple monitors. But yeah, for sure. And I only brought that up because of the multi- whatever. Moving on. MSMobileShow.com uh, slash Slack. Obviously, tweet us, tweet at us at MSMobileShow. Email, contact MSMobileShow, that kind of stuff. Get a hold of us. Slack is awesome. The reason, or I should say a result of Slack being so awesome and the awesome community that has is, that is grown there is that our main topic is from that. We're going to talk about, uh, I'm going to read, literally read this post because it is awesome. Uh, in, the, in the Slack channel, uh, Lloyd, I think he's even in our... Is he in our in our? Um, I think Lord, so. Lord Moritz, Lloyd's in our chat. Slot. Wow, in the chat as as we're recording as well. Lloyd posted this, and it's awesome. I'm going to read this. Some of this. <clears throat> I hear the frustrations people are having with Windows 10 Mobile, and I can't argue with those that make the decision to jump ship. I have my own frustrations, but as I assess the landscape, I just can't go anywhere else yet. iOS and Android just don't do it for me. Sure, there are more apps, but I'm convinced that this is a short-term problem. Not that UWP is going to bring us significantly more, but I sincerely believe that the future will be away from apps, and I think that Microsoft has the edge here. One of the principles about paradigms is that when they change, everything goes back to zero. And I really believe that Microsoft is the best poised to respond to this new reality. In fact, we can see that this is how Microsoft got into this predicament, predicament in the first place. When the switch from PC to mobile occurred, the previous rules changed and Microsoft found itself behind. I look, to a company, I look at a company like Apple and I'm convinced that when we move from an app-centered environment to cloud, data-centered environment, Apple will be the first to get hit. Google has a good chance here, but people are so invested in the Android app paradigm that it will be difficult. It will be a difficult ship to turn. Microsoft, if they play their cards right, and I think they have the vision, although right now the execution is not fully convincing, they could easily own the next tech, next technology paradigm. So while I'm not blind, a blind fanboy sold out to Microsoft, as I read the tea leaves, I'm convinced in the future, the future is theirs for the taking if they are so they are bold enough to grasp it. In the meantime, I'm willing to put up with the faults of Windows 10 Mobile in preparation for what I believe is the next generation of mobile technology. Like slow clap, like a, a roaring clap. Like that's awesome. That is perfect. Um Lloyd, that's that that that's awesome. That's really that, well said. Holy cow! Yes. And sometimes I would have just grabbed snippets of that, but that was that was great. And it 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 it's 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 thinking a level above me. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, um, but it's it's looking further than I than my vision can can take me. But also, um, it in as far as living with the app gap, um, 
I totally agree with that as well. I'm not ready to jump ship. I'm fine. I mean, I'm here. It's it's working for me. Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing what happens down the road. And um, I've been talking too long. D- uh, David, what do you think about this? Well, I wanted to still what he means by, you know, applications are sort of the like the in-between stage and it's going into cloud and, and, and data centered environments. I guess I'm confused on what the distinction is between something like an app ecosystem and a data centric ecosystem. What's the difference? I, I guess like I, I do, a, I see what you mean there. Um, I think to, to break, to take a step back, apps obviously were designed initially because they were a better experience than, than web. Okay. Um, I think we can all kind of agree with that. And as web is getting better, and we recognize that right away with Windows 7, Windows Phone 7, that many of the things that we would have used an app for, we were quote-unquote forced to use the web for, except that it was not a bad experience. It was just fine. Um, uh, IE, well, IE 11, IE 10 and then 11, and now Edge on mobile is fine. It's great. Um but that doesn't really address your question, David. So, um, yeah, hmm. I, I, just, I mean, not that you'll know. I mean, you, you didn't write the piece, so I think I, I'd like to kind of go back and ask Lloyd a little bit what he means by that. But I think he's definitely onto something. Okay, here we go. The most obvious difference is that apps are self-standing programs we have to download and reside on the device. Okay, I see. Okay, that's a good point. So there is an Android phone uh, out there, and I forget what it is called, but it is. It is a device. It's like um, that basically has this this cloud storage, obviously. But if you, you, you say you have a whole list of apps, and the ones that you lo- use the least, they offload. They 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 unload. You know, they delete. And then when you are going to use that app again, it re-downloads again. So in a way, we're already moving that direction. The potential to move that direction. Of course, we need the bandwidth. That's a problem. And of course, these apps need to be light for the most part. They should be light. Apps need to get lighter, not heavier. Um, Daryl, what do you think about what what Lloyd has said? Uh, what Lloyd has shared, you can see it in the in the um, whoa, wow the show notes as well. There. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, web, you know, web wrapper apps are just on Windows Phone are dismal. So. Um, I agree. I think it should be more standalone. And I'm looking at banking apps specifically. Mm-hmm. In the chat, uh, Rico does mention that it's called, I, I was referring to the next bit Robin, which I couldn't remember the name of, but that is the new, um, I'm, I'm mostly certain it's running Android, but it basically uh, offloads and then re-downloads uh, the apps. Mm-hmm. So do you think the universal, and by the way, when, uh, when, Vernon was talking and he said UWP, he meant Universal Windows Platform, in case that wasn't clear. So I wonder how those apps like are going to factor into this idea that Microsoft's going to be ahead of the curve with, with data-centric cloud platforms. Like, are Universal, are Universal Windows Platform apps not always going to be apps? I mean, like, I, mean, I wonder how that's going to fold out. Well, they won't, they won't be a web app. Uh, what was it saying? Web uh, wrap apps. They'll be standalone. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, do, you any, do you have anything more to add to this, Vernon? I guess I, I, maybe you ha- you understood it a little bit more than I did. I guess I'm sort of still confused about about what it's saying. 
Well, I'd like to add that I think as we move forward, eventually, like the next bit, Robin, there was talk about that potentially you just log out of that device and log back in. Someone else can log back in. So theoretically, if that is very cloud-based, you know, as it is, and we and we have the data speeds to do that, then pretty much anywhere we go, in a way, we can almost be mobile without literally bringing something with us if we don't need to. It can, we can just have like a keychain almost with a verification, you know, like a security thing, or even our eyes, for example, you get on the train or whatever and sit in your seat and there's a little ret you know uh iris scanner and it logs you in and there there's your little whatever uh, i think a better example would be the would be a, a plane for example okay many of the newer planes have these uh screens on the back of the seats and that's your um there's even a social media aspect of that to some extent where you can literally log in as i understand and so that is something that um the data centric is obviously very core at, I mean, of course you would need data. It's literally downloading whatever you need right there um, where Microsoft is well ahead on that. And so, yeah, the apps that Microsoft, the, the, the universal windows apps are still apps. And so I understand that the confusion there, David, you know, the, the, the discrepancy, but I think Microsoft is still well placed to be, ahead of the curve on that. And even just the way everything all like Windows itself is tied in a little bit better, the ecosystem is tied in better. I think that is um, ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, so um, I did get a little bit different, a little bit. Um, I got out of it a little bit differently. That is that a, I got out of it different than you did. No, that's not really a way to say that at all. No, I, no, I'll just say I agree. The data should be on the cloud, but just to be the front end consumer or customer looking app, and that should be local to the device, mm-hmm. and not just a web wrapper. Mm-hmm. Totally. And yeah, and what uh, Rico says is that ideally, if you have constant fast data, uh, you could essentially emulate Android or iOS apps in the cloud, present them to the device. Um, I mean, right now we have we have cloud rendering. You know, we have um, for gaming. I, I don't really understand how that kind of kind of thing works, but I mean, that's happening, and so Microsoft is in a great place to do that. Um, Actually, you know, that's a good point. I, I mean, th- I'm, I'm thinking about that compared to HTML and HTML5. Like before, you needed like Flash to load videos, and it's like you need to install software to have it work. Well, now embeddable videos are available in just your browser with no add-ons needed. It's just there with HTML5. So actually what you're saying kind of makes sense. And Daryl, what you're saying about a web wrapper is the reason why we hate web wrappers because it's really obvious they're web wrappers and they're lame. But if a web site was able to fully emulate, say a fully working Facebook app, for example, where it had like, you know, uh, I don't even know what to call the Windows design language anymore, um, but it had like the Metro-esque looking menus and everything and it did not feel like a you know frame skippy awkward web wrapper interface that would be great yeah well one example of that already is twitter on mobile looks very much like twitter on twitter apps and then it's tough to say which one copied the other i don't know that but they're they're trying to make the experience the same and so we're already doing that to some extent um I think for the most part, people still tend to think that the app is the cleaner experience. But then again, 
uh, wouldn't it be faster? Obviously, it's faster to update a web page than it is uh, an app. And still, you have to download. You have to push that update out. People need to install it. And of course, you're still, um, you know, you have that on the device. Where if it's just cloud, literally streaming to a web page, quote unquote web page, what we think of a web page right now, um, you know, it makes sense to just go web. I see, but then you get you get to where you know some apps have to be paid for, and you know how would Microsoft control you know app quality at that point because they wouldn't have the same sort of control like they do over an app store, um, and then so yeah, it's like a double edged sword. I feel like, but it is a very interesting idea. I guess I was just thinking long term. I mean, you know, down the road where we like where you literally log into that new thing with your little key. And then it's just there, and it doesn't matter what the the app is. You know, it's not a data. It's not a okay. not a not a stable. It's not a stored data. It's a streaming data. Um, well, paradigm, I guess. That makes sense. Okay, I understand. Maybe I dug too deep on it. I don't know. As far as uh, Lloyd's point about um, not ready to jump ship, absolutely, I'm not ready either. Like this is. But Windows Phone, as I think Rico put in the chat a lot earlier, Windows Phone has been dead for three years. I mean, like, if we think of it that way, if we're if we're looking for market share to win people over, you know, it's never had a huge market share. So at what point do you call it dead? Other people on Twitter have been saying Symbian's dead, Blackberry's dead. I mean, based off of their 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 um you know, their market share. And to be fair, the market share is dropping. Uh I don't know, Daryl. What do you think about this? Oh, don't get me started. Okay, maybe maybe I shouldn't actually ask you, no, but no, chime in if you want. I, yeah. I will say this: uh, Microsoft is not abandoning uh, Windows Phone, but honestly, right now, I mean, it, I, I personally am bit by the app gap. So I think uh, I, I don't know that it. Uh, supposedly surface phone jazz hands here uh, <laughs> is going to, you know, save it. But, uh, you know, I too am looking to moving over to either, oh, kill me now, <laughs> either, you know, Android or, I've, you know, iOS. Because the app gap is so important. Yeah, and it's not the big apps. It's the little ones, like the banking and the niche apps, like the uh, drone controls, uh, Nest, and what have you. I mean, there's – I, I feel the consumer pain. Put you, what you're saying is totally right. If there's a commercial for sort of an offbeat sort of product and they say, download our mobile app, you almost know for a certain it's not on Windows Mobile or Windows Phone. Exactly. If they don't show the download Windows Store icon on the screen, you just assume that it does not for your device. Right. Now, that said, I'm still rocking my 640 XL. Yes. Um, because I'm, I love the UI. I love the, you know, the customer experience. But at some point, you know, I've got to make a decision. And I can guarantee you that a lot of people at Microsoft now are, are no longer running Windows Phone. They're running uh, iOS or Android. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say something that maybe Daryl can or cannot say, whatever. But in my opinion, I do not feel like Microsoft uh, – it, does, it, it do not, does not have the appearance that Microsoft is trying with Windows Phone. Now, I will definitely give them – 
Yeah, we give, definitely give Microsoft the 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 benefit of the doubt as far as it's in a hibernation period. You know, we could just call it that, for example. You know, they bought Nokia or, you know, the phone part of Nokia, uh, put out, you know, they, they consolidated putting out just a few phones, trying to make those phones good. The 950, I think, was, was um, I mean, it was nice that they had some new features in there. I mean, like, especially the, you know, Continuum, obviously great. Um, really like just having the newest processor, fast charging. I mean, like all that kind of stuff. Having, um, of course, um, Windows Hello, new tech, hadn't been in a phone before. Those things are great, uh, but it's uh, at some point, you know, you can't hibernate for too long. You really have to show, you have to throw a little money at the problem. Um, oh, and Webster Style in the chat says a two-year hibernation isn't a good thing in mobile. That's true. <laughs> it's uh, I would say a six-month hibernation is not good. <laughs> yeah, so it, it so, is. It is unfortunate, but uh, unfortunately, we still have a couple decent phones available to us. Uh, David and I are both using it. A lot of the enthusiasts are using. So we'll see. One thing though that I'm always get that I always get excited about with Windows 10 Mobile though is I love it when like people have some sort of experience with Windows 10 where they open the settings menu or something and they're familiar with that and then I take my X my Lumia 950XL and I take open the settings app and I hold it sideways and like see check this out this is the same app that you just used but on a smaller device and then when I go like this now it scaled the mobile and people that are in like the design industry, for example, I now work on like the creative design branding industry. And those people understand the value of websites that scale. Like it, it, companies, like the first thing they ask for, that's a great website, but does it work on mobile? And that's like the mm -hmm. most important question that they have. Yeah. And it's called, uh, you know, responsive design. Well, especially in that industry, people really understand the value of a app with responsive design, which is literally what the universal Windows platform apps are. And so I think being able to show people that and seeing their excitement proves to me that Microsoft still has a chance and that, um, uh, you know, despite the issues that are happening, I think if they do it right, they really can make something out of this. So that's the kind of the one thing that keeps me going aside from what Daryl already said about how the UI is amazing and how, you know, the experience is really good. Um, the app gap's a big problem. And, um, but these other things are keeping me hopeful. So uh, just not to plug another podcast, but listen oh, to fine. this week, Windows Weekly, Mary Jo Foley now has Nexus that Paul Throt Center. And, uh, you know, he didn't give her any instructions, just said, here, take this. And she's starting to learn through it. And I'm about in that same boat, hmm. mm -hmm. which means I'll probably not have a job Monday. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Daryl, I, I bet a good portion of our listeners listen to, to that program. So yeah. yeah, I know. And we love Windows Weekly. So we've plugged it so many times. There's, there's, um, I mean, that's a segment of our show is talking about other podcasts. Uh, uh, David usually skips out on that part anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I only like a few. <laughs> well, I was going to just uh, reiterate something that many people have heard plenty of times actually, but uh, it's, it's, Interesting that Microsoft went with Windows. Everyone knows Windows. They they went up 7, 8, 8, 1, 10. They're obviously improving it. And they're taking big Windows, whatever you want to call that, and bringing it down to mobile. Okay, Taking functionality, maybe pulling a few things out, but bringing it, broadening it, bringing it down. Where iOS forever has been iOS, and they're making it, they're bringing it up to, say, 
iPad, for example, they don't bring that experience up to you wouldn't replace OS X with iOS. Although some people have debated that, um, but that is it's a long ways out. Um, and so they're bringing a few things to OS X, by the way. Okay, uh, but it's that's the you know I, I just like that Microsoft is trying to do it, in my opinion, right. Even if the the individual things that are happening feel like fail, failures in some cases, I think the broader picture is the. Like I've said before, it's the, the it's the correct, um, it's the right being on the right side of history. Because hmm. again, I'm going to bring this up one more time. Think about websites. They started for big screens, and now we're bringing them to little screens, and it's worked really, really well. You, you the most advanced tech is the mobile, so you make the code work so that you know you you, you take advantage of the mobile uh, capabilities and you make it work for mobile. And I think that's 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 very viable. Hmm. Um, not sure what else to talk about in this po- this point. Actually, that probably covers that. Except is that everyone, you know, Windows Phone is dead. Just like I said, it's kind of been dead. It's in this hibernation point, and I think they really have the opportunity to to do well with it. Well, being like ten percent market share, okay, <laughs> or they have the opportunity to just showcase it as this really awesome thing think of tesla i don't even know much about tesla right but the, the car company not the i want the, one yeah <laughs> the car company not not nikolai himself but like tesla obviously has like this awesome model i don't even know what it is but it's you know six figures it's an aspirational device okay but it's also showing what can be done with tesla it's that it's that showroom thing well, they also announced, I don't know if it was true, but they announced the Tesla something model that's coming is like $25,000. I mean, you know, that maybe that was just a rumor or whatever, but obviously that's uh, 30, 35. Okay. Well, the, what I saw was 25. I wasn't like saying it's, you know, as fact, but, but say 35 grand for a Tesla. Ooh, a sweet, a Tesla. Okay. And it is something that many more people are going to get that obviously than the high end one, but the high end is the showcase. So many, many people have windows, tons of people run windows, but also to have windows mobile, obviously uh, HoloLens, that's obviously an aspirational device. Not everyone has that. There might be the high end uh, version of HoloLens eventually, and then the, the consumer version and what have you. Um, and so it's important that windows mobile still exists for this, um, you know, universal app gap model, of course, and just to prove what can be what can be done, and just so they have a phone to hold up on stage in a way. Um, I really hope that it's more than that, but if it isn't, if it's just that, I kind of understand it. Um, as sad as that is, there you have it, folks. Bring out your dad. <laughs> yeah, and then of course people are saying Windows Phone is dead. Uh, Windows Windows Mobile, Windows Ten Mobile, of course, is um, you know that's what's coming. So uh, Webster South says that in the chat. All right, um, news. Let's talk about a little bit of news, which we are not completely. David, tell us about Wire.com. Do you not know? Okay, because I don't really know. I just it's in the it's uh, someone put it in the. Did I put that in there? You did. Crap, I put that in there. Hmm. Well, folks, wire.com, that's a thing. Moving on. I guess I uh, I was going to look up the uh, specifics on that, and I feel really bad now, so I don't really know. Hmm. What are you talking about GoPro? 
Okay. So GoPro and Microsoft have signed a licensing agreement. Um, and and I'm seeing, like, you know, GoPro's products on the Microsoft store uh, and stuff, which is kind of cool. Uh, and I, I don't think I know a whole lot about this this partnership, but you were mentioning earlier, Daryl, is something about, like, standards or file formats? or well, it, Okay, it's my understanding, and again, I'm plankton on the Microsoft food chain, so... But it has to do with licensing of, like, the fat file 32, you know, file system and so forth. Okay, and you're so, saying, like, who does this benefit and, like, how? Like, how? Apparently GoPro, because their um, stock went up, ours is down, so... <laughs> That's funny. Well, I, ju- I should just mention that it was when the news broke, right? Um, it was a Microsoft blog post that that shared it. So Microsoft is obviously proud of this in one manner or another, and that's that's good. GoPro is obviously a huge name. Teaming up with them, even just saying teaming up, is a, is a good thing. But I think that if it was literally just some lines of code that they borrowed in the background. I, I doubt Microsoft would would do a blog post about that. Microsoft shares, co- you know, they're a software company. They share code with all kinds of people that they, you know, sell or whatever, all that kind of thing. Um, so it must be more than that. And I really wish I would have researched this. I I feel really bad actually, but um, it's it's obviously a good thing. And I wish, um, I guess, I wish I knew more about it. Well. Yeah, so Daryl, I want to ask you something. You, how long have you worked at Microsoft now again? Are you setting me up for something? No, I just have a question for you. Okay, yeah. Uh, it'll be 24 years in April. That's awesome. And Which is probably Microsoft, older than you. I'm not going to go there. Um, okay. Microsoft you know, has experienced a lot of change, and it's not the oldest company in the world because it's tech, and so, you know, yeah. naturally it's been going through a lot of rapid changes. What you think, what in your perception, has changed the most about Microsoft since the one that you joined 24 years ago? Satya. Satya changed it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, he came on a little over two years ago, and it's like working in a new startup. It, it's the, uh, and Rich Hay has talked about this, um, the the whole mindset, you know, of Windows everywhere is gone. It's now like, you know, let's go. We're a services company, a devices company. Let's go where the customers are going. So, and it, it's very energizing. And if you go to any of the uh, Microsoft internal events, like you know, Tech Ready or you know, some of the other things, it's People are just really recharged. Hmm. So that's the biggest change that you've seen. I would say since Windows ninety five, the Satya uh, uh, regime is the biggest change. Because wow. we're, we're totally, you know, we're embracing iOS and Android. Who would have thunk it? You know, three years ago. Yeah. Would not have happened. Well, yeah. to be to be fair, one year ago. We we thunk it. Plenty of people thunk it. You know, thought about this, but that is one of the reasons that we named this show MS Mobile Show. David and I love Windows Phone, Windows Mobile. I mean, like that is our thing. That's been our thing for a long time. We have many many listeners who are Windows Phone fans, and like I will be the last person using a Windows Phone. But 
we also named it knowing that Mike, that Windows Phone or Windows Mobile may go away, but Microsoft on mobile is only growing. And and that was the exciting thing about it. And back when um, I had a little bit more time to focus on the show, we actually obviously had shows like that. We talked about how here's OneDrive on Windows Phone, on iOS, on Android, on the web, uh, in the Windows 10 app, that kind of thing. And of course it is everywhere. And that's, that, is, that is so cool. And it is such a wise choice for Microsoft it's just a frustrating and demoralizing thing for <laughs> Windows Phone fans, and it's it's tough to face that reality. I'm not saying it's going away. I think it'll there'll be a resurgence. Um, I, well, let me I say this: so. <laughs> yeah, Windows Mobile does not equal Windows Phone. Yeah, correct. Yeah, um, but it's still one of those things that I mean, we we Windows Mobile even has a smaller, you know, right. A smaller market share, of course, but as um, is that what you're getting at, or am I missing? Is there a deeper no, layer? No, no, you're right. I mean, Windows Phone, the hardware and the platform, is you know we're we're barely being BlackBerry, but our mobile strategy with regards to uh, you know being on iOS and Android, so it's is you know we would not have been where we are today you know three years ago. Hmm. You know, you got. Uh, we're developing first or third party, you know, for iOS and Android. And, you know, and it's frustrating, yeah. But for Windows Phone, we're not getting, we're kind of getting leftovers. Hmm. Well, My now, opinion. Yeah, I want to ask too, like, so y- you mentioned that, like, you know, with, with, with this new Microsoft, with Satya and everything is the biggest change that you've seen people's sort of response because you probably monitor people's responses to what microsoft does a lot and have you seen similar responses from people like are people more interested are people more impressed at the same time that you know all your employees are getting you know excited and stuff oh yeah is it it different no uh go up to uh motley full or any of your you know your stock companies or your tech bloggers and they'll tell you that it's definitely a new generation Hmm. um not, you know, of course, everyone's stock right now is kind of in the shitter, excuse me, toilet. Uh, but, you know, it's not laid directly at tech. It's, you know, thanks to Exxon, whatever. But um, I, I think the general consensus is that Microsoft has, you know, find, has gotten their mojo back. Mm-hmm. That, that's their mojo evident. back. Yeah. That's evident, and that's awesome. I mean, you know, so many, I mean, even just with search, Surface itself, um, HoloLens, um, in the band, the band is this tiny little thing that was almost an accident is 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 awesome. And so many people are were surprised with it, obviously, but it's it's continuing to um, bring people back in. I don't know. It, it, it's one of the many things that Microsoft is doing right. And just as, and me, I almost don't care at all about the band. I really am not going to buy a HoloLens. Uh, you know, like many, so many of these Microsoft things don't directly affect me. I want Windows Mobile. <laughs> I want an awesome, you know, I want Windows Windows Mobile to have 15% market share. And that would be, be great. I'd love to be able to sell those phones with absolute confidence. Um, I wish, I, I would love that too. Me too. So, I right. will say that within Microsoft, and again, I may 
you know, have, not have a job Monday. <laughs> but there's, you know, we have several internal distribution lists, email distribution lists about uh, Windows Phone, and it's it's consensus is not very positive. Hmm. At least from the you know from the uh, users, can't speak for the you know the product group, but hmm. uh, you know we feel the frustration. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, any other news that's news worthy or anything we can think of right now? Because um, hmm. I mean, uh, if not, let's jump right into our app music and podcast picks, which, again, I'm scrambling to get to. Well, I mean, here's a small thing for anybody interested in animation. This is not really tech-related, but it's kind of significant. Um, Pixar, Disney, is teaming up with something con website. Anyway, and they're, like, providing courses on animation, and Mm. it's really interesting because they go behind the scenes and show, like, how they set up the scenes for like the original Toy Story movie and like in Monsters Incorporated, how they painted on the fur for Sully and how that was a massive technological breakthrough and, and all this really interesting stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm going to make sure it's in the show notes and uh, find it, but it's, it's called like Pixar in a box or something. Yeah. It's called Pixar in a box. Oh, by the way, um, Monsters University was uh, modeled after University of Alabama, the campus. Uh, really? Yes. Uh, you had to fit in that, that in there, Daryl. That's awesome. Yes, I did. There's actually a, a connection. I don't remember offhand, but uh, there's a connection with the the developers and with UA. Hmm. No way. That's cool. Uh, way. <laughs> awesome. So, okay, real quick. The website is Khan Academy, and they're partnering with Pixar to bring you Pixar in a box. And as far as I know, the course is free, but I'm not entirely sure. I just watched the intro and it was really interesting. So I encourage you, if you're interested in animation or rendering or anything like that, check it out. Hmm. Cool. Um, well, one other non techie, but non Microsoft, um, I should say geeky news that Einstein's theory of gravitational something or other gravitational pull thing was proven. So it's now not a theory. It's a law. Which ever, everyone check Twitter for that because I don't have the specifics and I'm not smart enough to really understand it. But everyone's freaking out. Yay, Einstein. Whatever. So that's a cool thing. Cool. Congrats to Einstein. Does that mean I weigh more? <laughs> I I really don't know what it means at all. But um, <laughs> probably probably not that, Daryl. I can't catch a break. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can you guys think of any app coming to Windows Phone, Windows Mobile, Windows uh, Desktop, blah, 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 that we can throw in here? If not, we'll move on to our personal app music and podcast picks. Um, I have an app that I want to come to Windows Phone, which right. hasn't been discussed before. It's um, I've actually reached out to Discord. They are a – it's sort of like Slack and sort of like Skype, but it's specifically made for gamers. And it's mm. really awesome because you can do voice chats. It's like imagine – it's it's like slack but you have different channels with voice as well and you can like really easily post images and share stuff anyway it's a great platform and i asked discord the official uh folks on twitter and i said hey you plan on making a windows phone app they're like oh well not in the near future and that's all they said so tears if you're listening discord please make a windows phone application Hmm. Uh, Rico has one uh, in the chat saying uh, Grover Pro. It's a new podcast app for both desktop and mobile. He likes it better than Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast, which is saying a lot. I will try that, Rico. That applies directly to me because I have um, 
I've had issues with Pocket Cast, even though everyone else says that it is the best one to go with. So I love I would, Pocket Cast. But maybe I just can't operate it right. I don't know. It's the operator error here. But I'm having. Um, I'm going to go with Grover, Grover Pro. Rico, thanks for re- uh, recommending that. Um, and I guess I can say that uh, I did find World of Tanks Blitz on the PC. Uh oh. And of course, <laughs> and of course, uh, different controls and that kind of thing. But um, I think that is literally the first game I've played on the PC since, well, not Solitaire, but Mahjong. I've played Ma, Ma, right? Is that how you pronounce it? You know, the little tile, so. tile game thing? Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm officially a gamer. Yikes. I guess I can join. D- David, you even invited me to your to our gamer Slack channel. I did. Something. Speaking about tanks, I'm like, hey, Vernon counts. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking of uh, Blue Lives Matter right now. Blue Lives Count. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Well, no, wow. like the no, but there's um, there's been a lot of shootings lately. We actually had one in town, a uh, police officer who was shot in in the initial standoff immediately, and then there was like a seven hour standoff after that with dozens, dozens of shots fired, maybe hundreds. It was a, kind of a big deal. And then also, did, did the perpetrator level up? Uh, <laughs> I I don't I didn't see I didn't see that in any of the new the the uh, newscasts of any you know pop up achievement unlocked uh, kill the cop yeah so but he did kill a cop and um, we're pretty sure the perpetrator is dead now too and there was one in in Rapid City uh, no maybe not Rapid City a, a couple states away the same thing a cop got killed so nice. um. So kind of sad. And David, you and I, I think, would probably go on Blab and have a very politically biased uh, conversation right after this because I want to spew forth some wisdom. All right. And I want to hear it. May or may not be wisdom itself. But anyway. I wanted to point out that Sam said, Mahjong does not a gamer you make. (laughs) You know what? That's not helping, Sam. I'm trying to make Vernon a gamer. You need to make him think that because he plays Mahjong, it makes him a gamer. Please no, do not say that. That's true. I, I, I get it. I mean, it's it's a game on PC, right? <laughs> I hey, get it. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm a chief in solitaire. There we go. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Right. Um, at one of the Microsoft conferences I went to, they explained how solitaire was made to let people be familiar with how to use a mouse and how to, like, how to use a mouse. Yeah. But then they said that Halo Waypoint, like they were talking about the Service Pro 3, and they said Halo, or not Halo Waypoint, Halo Spartan Assault was made to get people familiar with touch. And so it's mm. carried through, I think they did that with Solitaire, they did that with like the pinball game or something to give, I don't remember exactly, to show off like the technical stuff of XP. And now uh, with the most recent iteration of teaching people a new um, input method has been Halo uh spartan assault so there you go hmm, cool daryl do you have a specific app that you would like to plug and then i will plug someone the plug one that was mentioned in the chat there i will not plug someone <laughs> uh not particularly I, i'll be honest i didn't really do my homework for the show well i certainly didn't get you Join to show notes ahead of time, so i'm, so, I'm sorry well, I, okay. I, audacity there you go there you go there you go yeah and you and you walk me through it, so thank you. You know what? It it could. We're not that far away from running Audacity on the phone, are we? 
I mean, like it, it's in the realm of reason, right? I mean, right now it doesn't work on on Windows 10 Mobile, and the 950 won't run Audacity, but it 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 could eventually, right? I mean, like we people are talking about this, and so in that manner, as as old and as antiquated as it looks, it works fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It looks very old and clunky, but it could very easily get port be be run on um on on the phone. And uh Eldon says uh, sound editor on Windows 10 Mobile is is close. Um is that that's not a built-in app though, right? That's not like the voice that's a different app I would imagine. Yeah, cuz there's also a voice um, recorder. I don't think he's talking about that. That yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, voice recorder is pretty pretty simple. Wouldn't but storage that's, be an issue though on the phone? I don't know. I, I mean, Audacity. What what are the file sizes for an hour long audio? Um, we would be well. Uh, I mean, if you had to throw a, an SD card in there, really, uh, quite literally, if that's something you're going to do, you know, just SD card. But I think we're at. I'm drawing a blank here. I think we're probably ninety some meg megabytes oh, once okay. the show is yeah. done. So maybe more. I forget actually. Well, it depends on like you know if you export to MP3 or Wave too. Yeah, well, you know, you know, ninety-three meg—that's like a Leo Laporte commercial. So we're okay. <laughs> you know, they actually have quite. They're they've dumbed down their audio. I've looked at the file sizes, and I just remember thinking that that's quite a bit for two hours of show. It's actually less um, data than ours, and I really don't think we're we're. We have huge file sizes. I, I know that that isn't the case, except we're just a little bit higher quality um, than, well, <laughs> technically, the bit rate is a little bit higher than some other shows. The content anyway, is questionable. Correct. Even the editing on my behalf is, <laughs> is questionable. All right. Um, I, I don't have a specific app as usual. I'm still I'm scrambling. Um, Dang it, I can't even think of anyone. Wow, I'm horrible. David, do you have a, one, or did you use, was that yours? Well, that, the Discord one is the one that I like, so. Okay, cool. Daryl, what, what music should we be listening to? Oh, my gosh. You know, um, I've been going back, li- listening to some old Pearl Jam. Nice. Yeah, I love, uh, you know, oh, hang on. I'm going to look stupid now. Anyway, I just say Pearl Jam. Great, mm-hmm. pretty much anything. Anything Eddie Vedder does is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Vernon? Still stalling. You got one, David? <laughs> um. Well, one that comes to mind. Uh, usually, what happens is when I think of a artist that I like, it's the last song that I heard from the car that I got out of when I drove home from work. Mm-hmm. And in this case, the last song uh, that I listened to is a band called um, Delane. They're of a genre you might expect me to listen to, another symphonic power metal band, and they're just a good band with a with a female leading oh. lady. Yeah. Oh, 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 I do have a choice. Um, driving home from work today, I had the window down, and I was singing along to Alice in Chains, No Excuses. Yeah. Loud. And the guy parked, it pulls up next to me at a stoplight and gave me the whole you know, thumbs up. <laughs> I've never had that happen. Wow. Nice. What okay. a powerful moment. I'll shut up. Well, um, I'm going to go with Kesha. No, I'm not going to go with Kesha. I just, <laughs> I just saw that in the chat room. So, um, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Soul Asylum, kind of in the same vein as as Daryl there. And they have songs like uh, Runaway Train, Misery, Somebody to Shove, Black Gold, 
Um, those are good songs. And uh, they, they're one of those bands that people kind of forget about. If you hear the song, you're like, oh, man, I know that song. Maybe not David. David might not know that song. But Rico, uh, um, uh, Sam, Eldon, you guys might know the songs. You're a little bit um, you know, more to my age range, actually. So, um, But they are uh, Soul Asylum. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Podcast picks. Hmm. What do you think, Daryl? Anything? Well, you said Windows Weekly. Uh, since you're on, you got to tell us maybe more than one if you'd like. Any other uh, podcasts that you listen to? So, yeah. So it's it's totally not technical. And I think I've already talked about it before. Uh, either Serial. Yep. Well, that's right. Um, yeah, the whole, that's right. Uh, you know, the uh, Bob, um, what's his face? You know, walked off and went to the Taliban. Um, and then This American Life, mm-hmm. and both of those, you know, they're NPR, and I love those. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes, very good. David, you don't have one, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, M- MS Mobile Show. Yeah, that one's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it kind of is. I, I actually lo- watched it, it up in here. slow motion, and I just crop Vernon's face and just watch Vernon's face without the audio. Poor choice, David. Poor How's decision. How's it make you feel? Okay. All right. Poor, poor decision. Um, there's one called Family from the Heart. It's by uh, Cliff Ravenscraft and his wife. I forget his, get her name anyway, but um, Stephanie. Her name's Stephanie. Cliff Ravenscraft, he does a podcast Answer Man. He very well regarded very well in the podcasting community but he also has family from the heart he's a christian he and his wife talk about their trials being being a family but also you know growing and and it's more just like um it's actually quite quite similar to a show that my wife and i would like to do sometime is just talk about the crap we deal with vent a little bit and not really you know maybe if someone learns something from it great but we don't have we're not any better parents than anyone else you know um, so it would be that type of show. Anyway, this is a great show. Family from the Heart, Cliff Ravenscraft and Stephanie Ravenscraft. Um, it's it's on 349th episode right now. Like they've been going wow. for a while. Hey, Vernon, real quick, I got one more audio pick. Or, yeah. 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 Um, since you mentioned about Christian music, uh, anything about Phil Keggy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know who Phil Keggy is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I grew up uh, listening to him and. The guy's awesome. Hmm. I've heard the name before. Yeah, just do a YouTube on him. He's uh, he literally he's shorter than I am, so right now he's my hero. He's also <laughs> missing a finger uh, from a an accident he had with the water, you know, with a well uh, plunger in Ohio years ago. Uh, but he's the guy is awesome. He's a good, incredible guitarist. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Well, I'll I'll be reminded. I'll go listen to his stuff. His stuff again. But growing up, I also listened to uh, Phil Cakey. Okay. Um, I'll shut up now for real. No, that's cool. That's it. That's good. All right. Did you think of anything else, David? Last chance, buddy. I have a Twitter tip. There we go. So uh, my Twitter tip is pretty simple. Uh, Twitter rolled out their new algorithm which essentially does the whole Facebook is basically it's all of our worst nightmares, Mm -hmm. but here's a tip of getting around it. If you check Twitter enough, 
it doesn't force its bizarre algorithm on you and you get real-time updates. So my tip is, even if you don't check Twitter, open the app once a day and then you won't even be affected by the algorithm. Can't someone just write a if this, then that recipe for that and just check it? I don't know how that works. That would be a really interesting idea. I don't know. But anyway, lots of people are complaining about this change. And, uh, you know... Change is bad, David. Change is bad. (laughs) Twitter has a noise problem. And so it's like, how are they going to deal with managing that? And so while it's not my favorite thing in the world, I do see why they're doing that. And I have to say, I think you remember this, Vernon, but a few episodes ago, maybe many episodes ago, the Twitter tip was click, did you enjoy this? And click no Mm -hmm. when they would like pull up around tweets. Since then, I've unfortunately found myself delighted that they brought up things that I missed and I felt bad. I, you know, I keep hitting no, and then it is like, oh man, that's actually a good tweet. Too bad I missed <laughs> that. Dang it. And then other time, and, I don't know. How do I feel about that? I ugh, change is bad. Of course, I'm yep. saying that sarcastically, but it's it's Twitter. You were great. I know. Now you're less great. But then again, we on Twitter are what makes it good or bad. So we right. need to be good, whatever that so is. Maybe we've ruined Twitter and Twitter's adapted to the ruiners to make it less ruiny. <laughs> well, what David, what I was going to say is that if you if you're if Twitter is noisy, you're following the wrong or too many people. Right? Yeah, I mean, when I was saying Twitter is noisy, I meant like in general, and it has like an a, like attention problem as far as like engagement compared to other social networks. In particular, what you're what you're calling something out really good though is if a Twitter user and if a listeners listening right now and they feel their Twitter feed is too noisy, exactly what Vernon said, unfollow those people that are being particularly noisy, and that mm-hmm. will help. I think people are lazy though, and they don't think of that so that's just me well you know we're still too nice even though we've never met these people we may not even literally know what they actually look like okay we we hear a voice of theirs you know we read a voice of theirs might not even be their true voice i mean like you know they they lean it one way or the other i get that but we still don't want to offend someone and if you get unfollowed on twitter i mean you by default, you don't even know. You don't get a notification. So-and-so thinks you're stupid and unfollowed you. They don't get that. It's just that it, it kind of it disappears off into the ether. You have to have a specific app that's going to tell you, oh, so-and-so unfollowed you. And we still don't do it. Yeah. We, we don't know these people. We, we learn to know them. That's fine. But we follow them for, or at least I do, follow them for a specific reason, some some value that they're they're sharing. And then as I get to know, you know, learn more about them, I consider them friends, some really deeply in some cases. Um, David, I bet you and I actually probably just met on Twitter. I don't even know. I think that's what happened. That's, I mean, with a lot of the Windows Phone community met on Twitter, I feel like. And so it, it's really important to us. So I think that's why we're reacting so strongly. You know, and a lot of people too say that the Windows Phone community has some of the strongest and whatever best maybe most enjoyable twitter twitter following or twitter you know tight-knit group or something um as opposed to android or ios i i I don't know how how true that is but i've heard that several times um yeah i don't know rant over i guess sorry (laughs) well that's the twitter tip Mm -hmm. have any of you thought of a poll 
I really suck at podcasting. I'm just getting worse and worse. No, I haven't thought of a poll. There's a poll. Is Vernon getting worse at podcasting or not? Oh, boy. I don't even know if I want to see the results of that. (laughs) I would Um, say no. He's getting better. Jeez. You're you're far more polished than you were, say, you know, six months ago. Well, you know what they say: you can't spit shine a turd. So I don't know if that's really true. I, mean, I just feel like I, yeah, I don't know. Well, oh, wait, wait to sell it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, well, maybe that will be the poll. We'll see. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't think we're going to discuss. I don't know. Uh, Sam says again, you got to be a dedicated guy to be a Windows Phone fan, I, I suppose. Dedicated, or some might say just bullheaded. I don't know. Crazy. Hey, speaking of Sam, speaking of Sam, before we run out of time, we have to figure out what we're going to do oops, to give away this thing again. Remember our wireless charger? Heck yeah. Sam, Sam donated. And yes, I did open it. My wife said, are you kidding me? You're giving that away? Why did you open it? It looks like a maxi pad. <laughs> you, can, you can edit that out and post. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. So, yes, Sam, I did open it. Yes, people, um, I'm trying it out. Luckily, my kids didn't chew on it or anything. But um, I think this thing is absolutely really cool. I'll cover it really quick. Yeah, literally, it's a bigger pad, obviously, to lay your phone on there. charges it well. has NFC on there. You also is... is um, um, it's it's Bluetooth, and so when you look in your Bluetooth, you know uh, you can connect to it via Bluetooth. Now I've had my phone down to ten percent near it, and it was showing connected, and it never did light up. The charge pad never did light up and say I was down at low charge. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe it's because my window my phone is Windows ten instead of Windows eight. It literally just operator error. I don't know. Maybe it needs to go below ten. But that functionality didn't work for me, but that is an advertised functionality of this thing. We are giving it away. I have all the packaging, obviously, everything together. I will put it back together, give it to someone who is awesome for the show, and we got to talk about what makes them so awesome, What, how we give this away to somebody. Have you have any ideas right now, or maybe we'll just we'll do table this discussion? Yeah, we'll keep it for after the show for folks that want to stay. Okay, but any other any other ideas, folks listening to this, uh, let us know. We will find a great way to give this away to a fan, a listener, a listener. You don't have to be a fan. You can hate us, literally. You can hate us, and if you listen to the show, you can find a way to get in on this uh, to to win this. A listener of the MS Mobile Show is defined by listening to one or more seconds of any episode of the MS Mobile Show <laughs> on any device, whether it be Windows, Android, or otherwise. There you go. I just provided a definition in case there is unclarity there. Yes. Okay. That's about it, folks. Uh, if you love the show, obviously, listen again if you'd like to. Uh, please do so. Uh, please subscribe to the show if you'd like. Podcasting apps, obviously, or go to msmobileshow.com slash subscribe to learn how to do that. Tweet at us, msmobileshow.com. You can find us on Facebook. <laughs> We're not really there very often. Email contact at msmobileshow.com. Uh, and, of course, Slack, msmobileshow.com slash Slack. And that is where some awesome feedback came to uh, that we discussed on the show from Slack. Thanks again, Lloyd. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Vernon E.L. I'm on Twitter at David V. Kimball and Daryl. At Twitter at uh, Daryl Pritchard. And Facebook at Facebook.com slash Daryl. Which is awesome. Nice work. Yes, it was. <laughs> trigger trigger finger. That's pretty good. And uh, Daryl, thank you again for joining us again, folks. Daryl is a Microsoft employee, but 
he does not speak for Microsoft. We do not want to get Daryl in trouble. Thank you. But uh, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Well, you've been such a great supporter of the show for so long. Uh, we're just glad to have you on and get your get your wisdom, really. So it was yeah. great. My wisdom? Really? The, bar, right, your, your, the bar must be low. Your blatherings? Should we go with that? <laughs> yeah. No, Daryl, your wisdom, your your words are always, always gold in my mind. So thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for being um, here. Once again, folks, if you find the show is worth some spare change, uh, feel take a mo- feel. Wow, just take a moment and um, donate a little bit if you'd like to. Uh, of course, whether you contribute financially or not, we do appreciate every single listener. Have a great week, everyone. Stay mobile. <laughs>